So what are we supposed to do when we have these cravings that hit? Are we just supposed to cave into them or let them make us crazy? These are all the things that we're going to be talking about today. And we get into it a little bit deep with regards to emotions because we cannot divide our lives between food, physical cravings, and food with emotional cravings. So let's jump in. Hey there, beautiful. I'm so glad you stopped by. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of More Than Hope Podcast, where we will openly discuss how to find that wonderful, radiant, vivacious goddess that you once knew and bring her back to life. I'm Wendy, holistic nutritional consultant, and I know we're going to be best friends because I know that it takes more than just hope and the occasional carrot to reach your heart's desire. And I want to help by offering you real solutions, because after all, you're a real woman dealing with real issues in the real world. Let's face it, life can be tough sometimes. Heck, our own inner voice can be our own worst enemy, and it's hard to get out of our heads and see the reality of life. But when we have someone to turn to, someone to lean on, someone who has our backs and gets us, life can be a little easier. We smile more. We laugh more. We appreciate life more. I'm here to tell you that I am that someone. I'm on your side. And truth be known, I love you. So grab your carrot and let's get started. Hey. So I wanted to just elaborate a little bit without going on and on and on and on with this video. So I'm kind of trying to chop it up a little bit for you guys. I wanted to give you specifics about how to curb these cravings, whether they're ongoing cravings or whether they're cravings that you're getting just because you're going into some detox situation and you know, you've cut yourself off cold turkey. Uh, if you're not getting cravings, oh my God, that's amazing because yay for you. <laughs> that's, you know, that's really, really wonderful. Um, and be thankful because cravings, uh, if you're not the type of person that ends up having many cravings, can be, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, cravings are not fun. What can I say? They, they are uh, like uh, an entity beyond you. They can be very tricky. They can be deceiving. They can make you into somebody that you're not. They're almost like an alter ego. And they will do anything. I mean, anything to get what they want. Like, seriously, they're, that is, they're not you. They're somebody other than you that has sort of taken over your body. And, and if you think of them as something other than you, then this kind of gives us a bit of a, an advantage with being able to uh, relate to them, to um, deceive them uh, before they deceive you, trick ourselves and trick our cravings into thinking that perhaps they're getting what they want when they're not really, um, without hurting yourself, without hurting your physical body, without... Um, diving into a box of cookies uh, that have, you know, 
so much sugar and no nutrients and weird things and chemicals and additives and preservatives and all that weird stuff that we don't want to have in our bodies uh, that our bodies don't naturally um, they don't naturally recognize as as something that is natural in our body. Before I get into some really cool tips um, of how to uh, trick our cravings, we I just want to say that you know with everything that I offer that you guys all that all the things that I provide and when I when I talk about foods, I'm always talking from a perspective of whole foods. And when I when I offer you the, the detoxes, when I offer you um, eating programs, meal plans, um, even the, I have that uh, freebie that you guys, a lot of you have grabbed. Uh, may you know if you haven't yet, grab it. It's the kick your curve, kick your sugar cravings to the curb, something like that. Um, it's just a little freebie that's got I think a day's worth of uh, examples of recipes that you can grab, and uh, you know some little bit of information that you can have in there it's all about the whole foods and you know and just trying to get away from um processed foods uh because we don't know what's in them and all the chemicals all the additives the preservatives uh, even the ones that say natural it's an additive it's something a product has been processed which essentially means that it's been broken down into its components things have been stripped away but then they add things back into it and when things are put together mother nature didn't did know what she was doing so when she put together an apple she knew that uh, you know the fiber the phytonutrients the the um the sugars um all the vitamins and minerals all the wonderful constituents that were in an apple work together the body recognizes it and it's it's a beautiful symbiotic relationship that the body has with natural food the body recognizes it and knows what to do with it assimilates it gives you everything that you need that it can from the apple and uses it to its fullest potential. Now, when you get something like, I can't even think, I'm not going to say applesauce because applesauce is a little bit differently. As long as you're not getting, um, if you buy your applesauce, as long as you're not getting sweetened applesauce, uh, applesauce is pretty good. Um, I'm thinking of stuff like apple flavoring. Um, apple cinnamon cheerios uh breakfast cereals with apples in them um apple pie filling whatever all these things um something that has an additive into it even if it says natural or it even even looks and has pieces of apple in it or uh, strawberries or strawberry you know all these things it's been pulled apart and then put back together and it just, the body doesn't recognize it. You're not getting anything out of, say, apple pie filling that you buy or um, apple yogurt or strawberry yogurt or all these things that are added in. It's, yeah, I could go on for not and on. I think you get the point of what I'm trying to say is it's the body doesn't recognize it as natural. Anyways, 
getting back to cravings. A body, um, yeah. Okay, cravings. Let's <laughs> see here. Um, we talked about, um, let's see here. We talked about addiction and sugar and everything else the other day. And now I just want to talk about uh, the cravings themselves. Uh, so when we're craving unhealthy foods and sugars, it can be very, like I said, it's an entity onto its own. It takes over. Uh, it's hard to control. Uh, and it makes us into somebody we're not. So one of the first things that I always, 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 especially for um, when we're detoxing, basically, if you've gone cold turkey and, you've, and you're trying to cut sugar out right away um, without, you know, baby stepping it through the month, uh, one thing that will help with your sugar cravings is to drink water. Now, you're going to add a little bit of lemon. Don't worry about your teeth. Don't worry about anything else. You can just put... A squeeze a lemon into your water. Uh, it doesn't have to be half of a juice of a lemon, um, but make sure that it's real lemon. You can even just put a couple of slices of lemon in your water, just a little bit. So put something like that in your water um, and drink. Drink as much water as you want. Uh, I would suggest more than two liters a day. If you can get in three liters, that's great. Let's see here. I've got my bottle. It's 32 ounces. It looks really dirty, and it probably is. So I would actually end up having to have four of those a day for the amount of water that I think you should be getting. If you can get two a day, great. If you can get eight glasses of water a day, great. Um, if you can decrease the amount of coffee, um, if you can decrease the amount of pop during the day, and replace it with water even if you decrease one a day as opposed to uh, and getting water it every increase in water is going to be beneficial for you and it's going to really help those uh, cravings thirst is often confused with hunger and um, hunger food cravings so really working towards um, try it out if you got a craving have a glass of water just chug it right down and see what happens. Give yourself about 20 minutes. If you're still craving something after that, look for a healthy alternative. And this is kind of the premise that you are gonna look towards and kind of get into a habit of during the day. So if you're cooking supper, I smile because this is all stuff that I do. Um, if you're cooking supper and you're just, you're kind of, you know, waiting for things, you, you, everything's, you know, kind of slowly stewing on the stove and you're kind of in that in-between phase of waiting for it to finish and, you know, before you can eat and you're like, hmm, this would be either good for a, a time for a, uh, um, what's my go-to? I don't drink so, wine so much anymore, but I, I am trying to get out of that habit myself. But also, uh, so in going towards, um, I would have maybe a glass of wine. Or I would, um, if I'm making garlic bread for the boys, I would have a, you know, the ends of the garlic bread. Um, or I would start snacking on something or whatever. Just try to replace any of that with water. Just try it. Um, and then it'll hold you off long enough until you get to your meal. Uh, let's see here. 
and and like I said, uh, wait a little bit of time until you um, before you dive into that. But when you try something first of all, and you still have that craving afterwards, and then you like you wait the time, you have your water, you wait a little bit of time, and you still go for that craving, be okay with it. It's okay. You've thought out the process. Your awareness is you are fully aware of what's going on. And you are making a conscious decision. This is mindful eating. Um, we're, this is another topic for another day, but it is something that can be very empowering when you really start, you know, fixing that relationship that you have with food. Be empowered with your food, um, with our with our addiction to sugar, with our addiction to food. For some people, this can be hard 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 because we cannot get away from food we need food to survive so when we start thinking about ways to shift our relationship with food we want to be able to be the empowering person and not let food rule us so again bringing that awareness being very mindful about your choices good or bad you can even take those um labels off of it because as long as you're making a conscious decision with the food that you're taking in you don't want to label it because at the same time if you label something bad you're going to feel weird afterwards you're going to feel crappy you may even go into a negative downward spiral this is a lot of what we're going to talk about in december about that emotional eating end of things but be very conscious and try to um bring that awareness of what you're eating and and that choice don't feel bad about um the choice of of uh taking in something bad don't even feel bad about caving to a binge and then, then binge eating is another big thing this is something you really want to um just be aware of and it's a process okay so you're going to drink some water. This is going to be really, really helpful to stop your cravings. You're going to want to try to eat more protein. So again, for those people that are not, um, are finding that they may need some sort of sweet after a meal, or this is kind of your go-to, try to load up on the protein in your main meal uh, beforehand, or even if you have a craving at an odd time during the day, you want to go towards your proteins. So um, eating more protein will actually reduce your appetite and keep you from over overeating as well too. So when we're looking at sugar addiction and, and reducing our sugar intake and trying to um, really get away from that, uh, for protein-wise, um, you can go towards something like a nice dessert, perhaps, of berries and Greek yogurt. Greek yogurt is very, very high in protein. Now I know it's, uh, you're going to have sugars from the lactose. Uh, you're also going to have uh, fat. But you're going to maybe go towards a lower fat um, dairy product in this, uh, this scenario. Uh, or you could, let's see what else I should have had a list before I got in here, but eating more protein is going to be really, really helpful for, uh, decreasing your appetite levels as well too. And again, um, say something like a high protein breakfast or even a high protein lunch will help you satiate you a lot longer, um, to make you to the next meal. Um, 
especially if people are on a strict regime of three meals a day, which so many of us are. There's other rules uh, or ways of looking at the way that you eat throughout the day where a lot of people have smaller uh, meals throughout the day, say five or six smaller meals throughout the day. Um, it's kind of like grazing, basically. And um, you want to have very nutrient-dense foods when you have those uh, those little meals throughout the day. Um, and, you know, making sure that you do get enough protein. Protein, you can't get too much, really. Um, and you want to make sure that uh, it's high-quality protein as well, too. So if you want to take in an egg, um, for breakfast, um, that's amazing. Have a, a smoothie with your nice berries or your fruit. So you're getting in your fruit during the day with your protein powder. Um, trying to go towards more of a plant-based protein powder so you're not getting the extra fat uh, from whey. Whey is dairy and you're going to get um, dairy product in that as well. So you're going to have the dairy fat. But a protein, uh, plant-based protein powders will give you no um, added fat, a little bit maybe, but not a lot. Um, if you're looking to increase your good fats, you can throw in some almond butter, some peanut butter, unsweetened, obviously, um, flaxseed. Uh, let's see what else. Um, I know I'm missing a few. You can throw in um, avocado. But again, always understanding that with fat, you're going to have higher calorie count. But so you're always going to try to keep your uh, fat levels down a little bit. Um, but again, if you're adding fat, try to not have sugar. But if you're going to have uh, or a high, high uh, sugar count, if you're going to add fat to, say, a smoothie, something along that lines, maybe try to have low glycemic fruit like your berries and then you add your almond butter or your avocado or something along that line or whatever. But if you're going to have a higher a higher um, uh, glycemic index of fruit, so uh, your bananas, your peaches, um, pears are pretty high, apples are pretty high, um, all these sweeter, sweeter fruits, melons, um, not so high, pineapple, one of the higher ones, uh, then I would definitely go towards a plant-based protein and no added fat. So kind of rule of thumb. But you still want to get as much protein in your day as, as you can because um, if you calculate out your body weight times 0 0.8, it'll give you the, the grams of protein that you're supposed to be getting during the day, especially if you're vegetarian or vegan you are going to have a lesser amount of protein into your day. So be very aware of that. Um, and especially if you are working out and uh, moving your body a lot more, you want to make sure that you're getting that protein. So maybe mid-afternoon you might have um, a boiled, hard-boiled egg and uh um, some celery sticks or carrot sticks, or again, you can go towards the Greek yogurt and make it savory, make it a, a veggie dip uh, that has, um, uh, like I said, low fat, but it has more uh, of a savory flavoring to it and um, make like a tzatziki. Ooh, those are always nice. Uh, and you can make those quite easily by just adding some garlic and some shaved cucumber and a little bit of dill. 
Uh, and that's that's a basic, very, very easy tzatziki, and you're going to get your uh, protein that you need. So adding more protein to your diet during the day is going to help with those cravings. So you want to try to distance yourself again with um, trying to get, you know, when these cravings come up, distance yourself from them. And I, and I talked about this in my other video about uh, just changing my frame of mind, um, getting bored. When I get bored, I want to do something, grab a bag of chips. Um, Halloween treats are still in the house until my son eats them all in the next probably day and a half. But, um, you know, just try to out of sight, out of mind, getting away from it, go for a walk, get yourself, um, out a book, start, start a little hobby like I do with my painting. Um, I've been looking at some uh, recipes, um, instructions with regards to crocheting. Now, I used to crochet as a child when I could see as a child when I was younger. I can't see so much so anymore, so I can't crochet anymore. But I found this really cool instructions to make this kind of a shawl thing that uh, uses big wool. And I just have to remember how to do it. But it's keeping those hands busy. It's your your you're busying yourself, you're distancing yourself from the cravings, you're changing your frame of mind, and you're uh, allowing some uh, different thought patterns to happen. Um, if it's something that you need in your mouth, like it's a very tactile kind of um, sensation-driven craving that you just need to be chewing on something, grab some gum. Uh, there's lots of sugar-free gums out here that uh, nowadays I don't have aspartame in them. One of my favorites is Pure P-U-R, and it doesn't and gum doesn't last very long, mind you. But it changes the thought processes and it changes the the desire to have something to chew on. Um, you could take a take a shower, um, go brush your teeth. These are things that are going to shift your your whole body away from and trick your body away from getting uh, into those cravings. Um, so just a few of those things you might want to try. You're going to really want to try to plan your meals. So this is going to be another, <laughs> and I'm smiling again because I this is my one of my big downfalls again. Um, if you don't plan your meals, then you just come in and you're tired and you just grab the first thing. So you end up having um, processed foods, um, sugar laden and chemically laden crap out of the cupboard that's easy to make and fast. And um, it ends up being really bad for you. So planning out your meals, at least a couple of meals during the week, because uh, a lot of the meal plans that I actually offer people, and I follow them on occasion, it's just I know that if I don't, then this is what happens in my own house. But when when I offer meal plans to people, it's like five meals or six or seven meals throughout the week. Uh, that's a lot. All you need to do is make a couple of big batches of meals throughout the week and you're good. You can have those leftovers. You're going to have the opportunity to have um, meals right then prepared for you for those busy days. If you're not the type of person that likes leftovers, well, then you've got the opportunity to freeze things. And um, and then at the beginning of the day, just give yourself a little reminder. Put it on your phone. Do something that really gives you uh, a jolt to remember, yeah, you got to take that out for dinner tonight. Um, and then you have something there instead of just grabbing maybe takeout, ordering a pizza, um, 
or just grabbing something quick out of the, the cupboard that is not the most healthy and it doesn't have the best nutrient value for you. Uh, another trick to avoid, uh, trick those cravings a little bit, avoid getting hungry, getting extremely hungry. And again, <laughs> talking from experience because I, I myself, is get, I'm get, trying to get out of that habit of um, going long periods without eating because you will experience cravings for uh, sugar and unhealthy foods when you your blood sugar levels drop. Um, this is your body's natural mechanism to um, to get what it needs, and it's going to give you that uh, that intense that intense feeling of just you know having a couple of cookies while you're cooking supper because you can't wait that long, or eating that um, the ends of the garlic bread that you're making, or you know having an extra glass of wine or something along that lines. Um, you really just want to make sure that you're eating enough throughout the day to satiate those hunger pains and and those cravings. Uh, I'm just thinking back. Uh, a lot of my clients at first, when I was started doing a lot of this, people would look at me and say, "I can't eat all this food," um, even though they're really trying to lose weight um, and and try to better themselves through eating healthy foods. Uh, a lot of the times I would be offering them the opportunity to eat all the time. Um, three meals a day, two snacks, giddy up, go. This is, this is, you know, this is the golden standard. But a lot of people look at me and they go, I can't eat all that. That's crazy. And they would really suffer because they would try so hard to eat that much. Um, the thing is, you got to really listen to your body. Um and and bring that awareness to the body when i'm working on the computer all day long i can go all day almost to mid-afternoon and go oh shit i didn't eat oh you know and my body and that's bringing that awareness to it when i'm busy doing other things it, i don't have that awareness of the body so when i'm when i say things like um i get bored and then i eat but also, I can also do the extreme where I'm busy, 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 and I forget to eat. Uh, and and both ends of that spectrum is not good. It's not good at all. You have to, for me, I have to find myself um, sending an alarm on my phone to remind myself to stop work, get up, go eat, walk around, throw a load of laundry in, um, doing all these different things that we need to do to uh, keep the body working properly and then I don't get those cravings come mid-afternoon uh, or just before I'm starting to eat uh, and taking in a lot of crazy stuff I I, I stop mid-afternoon about 3 30 4 o'clock I start really kind of um, preparing a meal for myself and my family and then I'm good to go but it, it's something that I have to consciously and very mindfully uh, make sure that I don't go too many hours without eating because then it's um, it's a disastrous situation. So getting back to uh, having my people eat more, this is something that that's the theory behind it. We just don't want the blood sugar levels to get too low to the point where you're just so craving that you're going to dive into the first uh, box of cookies that you find in your cupboard 
even though you're looking for something else or uh, coming home from work, you drive through the drive through um, get your double double and oh, well, those no donuts look nice or a cookie. I'll just get one. No big deal. I mean, but one, one a day, that's a lot of cookies uh, for a whole week. And it does add up after a while. Um, and so making sure that if you are working out of the house, you have snacks on you. I remember when I worked out of the house, I was working day shift. I would always, always, always throw an apple in my uh, lunch pail um, and make sure that I had it for my ride home because that was the time when I was sitting and driving and I was kind of, oh, I was hungry. But um, anyways, you just having some making sure that you have uh, some food around you that's healthy and you're not going to grab the first thing and never letting yourself get to that extreme hunger situation. So another uh, big thing to stop cravings and um, your desire for unhealthy food is really to fight your stress. So back in August, I did a whole full month of um, stress and um, talking about stress and understanding stress and how it really relates to our food cravings and um, influences our food behaviors and our eating behaviors. And it is really very much tightly um conjoined especially for women um women whether you work out of the house in the house um we we take on stress a lot differently from men and we tend to eat our feelings um and we're going to dive a lot more into that in december like we talked about with regards to emotional eating and you really want to um understand how stress is fixated very tightly with that um, stress raises our uh, levels of cortisol um, and we're getting back to the hormones that I talked about because women are very well we're extremely hormonal well men are too but this is more of a group of women so um, and I'm a woman so I understand the hormone situation but let me see here I just want to get the right because I tend to get a little whoop. sometimes uh, stress raises our blood our blood uh, levels of cortisol and uh, which is a hormone that actually can make us gain weight if we're not um we're not uh watching what we're doing um cortisol is one of those things that um <laughs> like i said it, it's a bit of a big subject when it comes to sugar and cravings and everything else but it come it, it's like this is linked to this 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 our cravings are connected with uh, stress. If we're over stress, then uh, we have an increase in cortisol. And if we have an increase in cortisol, um, which means we're going through a flight or fight situation, our body's in, in constant fight situation. So um, what do we do to try to comfort ourselves? We eat um, unhealthy sugary foods um, and then because we're in that flight situation, um, that sugary food doesn't get processed properly enough. So it doesn't even mean, it doesn't even, even if you're not eating unhealthy on sugary foods, the, the food is not going to get processed properly. Um, and it's not getting to, because digestion is shut down. Um, uh, the, the foods that we eat are not being um, used as energy because we're not really doing anything. We're just stressed out. 
so what does it do? It stays in our blood system and then um, it just gets deposited as fat into our body, whether it's sugar or not, um, because most foods have a... Um, most foods, unless you're talking about like lean proteins, animal products, have a carbohydrate component to them. And even if it's fruits and vegetables at that point, if your stress levels are not leveled out and you're in, you're in that parasympathetic nervous system mode, so that nice relaxed mode, which is the perfect mode that you need for digestion, you are going to not digest properly and it, it will go to boom right into sugar um and and if you're not using it to run away from a lion which we're not um it's just going to be deposited as fat does that make sense it it, it does in my head <laughs> but uh, it doesn't always in other people's heads and i i will probably try to explain that a little bit more because stress is one of the big things you see this? This is stress. This is stress with mixed with hormones. Um, I I see myself, and I and I know, and I know sometimes it might be a little hard for you guys to take advice from me because of the way I am um, physically. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that you guys don't know about. But anyways, trying to minimize our stress is going to really help. Um, and we, I know we talk about it. Anybody that you listen to, doesn't have to be just me, any nutritionist, any holistic practitioner out there right now, stress is one of the big, big ones. And um, if you don't minimize it, and, and minimize it like a medicine. So taking, taking your multivitamins, taking your prescription medicines, doing what you need to do, but using um, um, lifestyle choices as a prescription basically and doing it on a daily basis uh, like you would take a medicine from the doctor or like you take a, a supplement from your um, a naturopath or nutritionist or uh, decreasing your sugar like we're doing now um, it has detrimental effects you there's just no two ways around it and one of the things is if you are trying to lose weight um, Stress is a big one. Okay. So reduce your stress um, and, you know, do the best you can with that because it's going to really help. Hand in hand with that, getting enough sleep. So to stop your cravings, um, trying to get as much sleep as you can and ways to get around sleep. Oh, that's, that can be a whole month of um, fun things that we can talk about. Um different hormone fluctuations during the day are going to affect your sleep, um, including stress. So if you have a raise in, in uh, cortisol during the day, um, even before bed or whatever, it's going to affect your sleep throughout the night as well, too. Um, let me see here. I'm just reading my notes. Um, it says <laughs> uh, studies are showing that uh, about 55 percent of people that are sleep deprived will become obese so something to really seriously think about where you want to go if you happen to um, have some poor sleeping habits um you know it, and it's just a matter of really again bringing your awareness to it doing your education reaching out to the professionals like myself 
to really help uh, you get to the bottom of your sleeping issues and then uh, trying to fix them. That's and it's it's that root cause a lot of times. And if you've ever listened to me talk at all, understanding that what I do basically in a nutshell, in a healthy nutshell, is get to the root cause of your issues and then work your way back up. So we're talking about sugar all this month. Sugar happens to be one of those root causes for a lot of things. So sugar might be one of those root causes why you're not sleeping at night. Maybe it's the stuff that's mixed with the sugar. Maybe it's the emotions that are going along with sugar. Maybe uh, maybe it has nothing to do with sugar at all together, but it could be something along the lines of um, hormonal disruption, um, uh, stress, um, allergies. It could be any number of things. Um, not talking about sleep so much this month, but this is one of the reasons that will help you relieve your cravings, because we're talking about cravings, um, is to try to get better sleep. Um, let's see here. Eating proper meals, obviously, obviously, is one of those things that you're really going to help with your cravings as well, too. So not allowing your blood sugars to drop, but also getting some really wonderful, complex carbs into your meals, including fruits and vegetables that you might have once thought of as bad. I don't want you guys to label foods anymore. Um, understanding your relationship with food and because food, we need food. We, we can't stop eating food. We can't ignore it. Um, maybe a hundred years from now, we're going to have just whoop, pop a pill and we're done. That would be the best thing, I suppose, for a lot of us. But then we lose uh, the enjoyment of food, the the physiological, sorry, the psychological um, stuff and the ritual and the, the celebratorial um, essence of food that we as human beings, human entities, uh, really, we walk hand in hand throughout our whole existence uh, around food. So food not only has the the mechanical benefits for our existence but we also have that uh, ritualistic kind of uh, spiritualistic kind of um, relationship with food as well too so we cannot part ourselves from food um, and eating a proper meal will ritualistically um give you the opportunity for self-care, deep self-care. Um, but understanding that it'll also decrease your cravings because you're getting the proper nutrients that it needs to sustain you to the next meal um, without diving into some hunger cravings um, uh, or even um, uh, from a very psychological or spiritual end of things, if you're craving foods for um, ritualistic situations, um, birthday cake, for example. This is a very much a ritual. Um, but if you, you know, you understand what craving sugars are going to be doing to you and um, not looking at it as a bad thing, but then turning it around and saying, okay, well, my birthday's coming up, I'm going to have a piece of cake. But again, bringing that awareness to that decision 
and not saying, oh, I can't go to that birthday party because there's going to be cake and I'm going to, you know, it's going to be too hard. I'm not going to be able to have any. And you're feeling like crap and you're already stressing. Another thing about stress. Um, you're already stressing about the whole situation. You're worrying. You're building your the anxiety levels up into your into your body. So when you actually do get to say a birthday a celebration of yours or somebody else's, um, and you even if you have a little wee piece because you're caving, you still have that mental processing in your head that's going, "This is bad. I shouldn't be doing this. I can't do this. I'm on a no sugar November. I'm on, oh my body, and I'm I'm no good. I'm, I can't do it. I'm not worthy." All these different things that are going on will slab that piece of cake right on your ass and there's nothing much that you can do about it um so shifting <laughs> i don't know how i got to that <laughs> i started talking about eating proper meals shifting your mental focus with regards to foods and how they are but eating a proper meal um making sure that you get the key nutrients, you're not going to crave sugars on a regular basis. I kind of threw two in there at the same time. So let's see. Okay. Eating the proper meals is going to, you know, get you to where you want to go. And, um, you know, so you're not going to be lacking nutrients. You're not going to be craving extras because you're lacking them in your system. Uh, and also having the proper mindset to, um going into stuff um and understanding that <laughs> you can't this is why so many people fail on diets this is why so many people can't do keto this is why so many people go there's no goddamn way i'm going to be doing that because i don't want to but under underneath they they just don't think that they can this is why with my clients i don't advocate for restriction um if you if you want it, have it. But understanding and looking, putting that mirror up in front of yourself and, and looking at the reason behind why you need something or why you want something or whatever. And then diving down a little bit deeper with that and um, bring a true understanding, getting to that root cause. So I don't know. I got a little off track there. But anyways, um, the next uh, way that I have to stop cravings unhealthy and sugary foods and I think I talked about this in, in one of my other shows was that um, don't go to the supermarket hungry hello um, this is kind of a no-brainer for anybody that's actually thought about it um, I still do it every once in a while <laughs> and and my husband and I were just like oh no we leave the grocery store with like four or five hundred dollars worth of food and it's not well, I mean, a lot of it is is good food, but a lot of them it isn't. So be very conscious of that. Again, throw an apple in your purse before you go shopping. Eat that apple before you get into the grocery store. And, um, you know, and hopefully it'll save you from buying six different types of uh, really wonderful bread that they're just baking in the background and you can smell it throughout the whole store. Um or all those nice desserts or, you know, all these different things that they grab at you right at the beginning when you walk into the store. Yes, the fruits and vegetables are there, but you can smell the bread baking in the back. Um, 
and, and or if you've made it all the way through the, the grocery store, you've gotten really good fruits and vegetables, you've been very conscious about not throwing that extra bag of chips into your buggy, and you get to the, the checkout and they've got the chocolate bars sitting there. Well, short of talking to yourself throughout the whole process, it's going to be difficult. And like I said, in other shows, I've talked about how I've gone through that whole phase myself. And and occasionally I still do. And it's very much um, one of those things that's outside of you. It is something beyond you because you know better. We all know better. Um, so one last way to stop cravings and unhealthy uh, for unhealthy foods and sugars is to practice that mindful eating that I was talking about earlier, bringing that awareness to your situation right now. What is it? What's going on in your belly? What's going on in your chest? What's going on in your head? Are your shoulders up around your ears? Are your hands clenched tight? Are you focused in on what you're doing or are you focused in on something else? Um, are you, you get up in the morning and you think about what's for supper? Uh, are you always going towards that um, food entity in your life? Or are you avoiding it altogether and then just taking in whatever because you know you have to eat just to survive? Really bringing some conscientious thought processes to the um, to around food and and your eating patterns because this will make or break a long-term uh, relationship with food and again this is something that um, I talk about lots and lots and lots and coming in December we're going to talk a lot more um, working up towards February where I where I'm going to be having a very private and exclusive uh, uh, mastermind for um, mastering your relationship with food. And and like I said, this is can be something that make or break it. And yeah, um, either you're overly obsessed with food uh, and, and keeping it in that negative frame of mind or you're avoiding it altogether and just eating whatever because again, you're just grabbing it on the go. You understanding that uh, cravings have a lot to do with um, emotional aspect of you as opposed to actual physical hunger. And when we bring some practical, analytical thinking processes into that, we can understand if it is a physical hunger, if you are actually craving uh, a nutrient in your system, or whether it's an emotional compound, uh, com, uh, <laughs> emotional um, component, and this will give you the opportunity to really address and dive into the proper foods that you need, as opposed to just mindless, mindlessly opening a bag of chips um, just because it happened to be there. Uh, you know, this is can be quite a complex thing. Oh my goodness, 45 minutes here. I'm so sorry. I wanted to make this shorter. But the bottom line is that cravings are common. Um, more than 50% of us um, experience cravings on a regular basis. So not even inside the detoxification process, um, which I know probably some of you are going through right now, but 
on a regular basis. And these cravings can be um, for any of these reasons. And hopefully I've given you some tips to be able to um, avoid the added weight gain, um, avoid a food addiction, and avoid some binge eating as well, uh, which all go hand in hand with sugar and food addictions. Um, you're going to be aware of them. Bring that awareness to the situation if you have to. Now, I'm, I'm just looking around here because I always have a journal around. I start them, but then I don't always finish them. But my intention is that um, when I have some severe or extreme situations, I journal about it because this helps me to process uh, the situation. I ask my clients if they journal or if they can journal for me because this also helps them to process the feeling, uh, process um, emotions, process everything else. A lot of times just writing it out allows us that processing um, component, that healing component with regards to our uh, emotional response and situations with food. Um, a lot of my clients don't like to journal, but it is something that can be very, very helpful and eventually keep you from gaining that extra weight um, and help you to lose weight as well too. So eating more protein, planning your meals, practicing mindfulness, um, you know, and just being aware all the time of what's going on with your situation and um, and trying to just do something differently can really make or break the whole situation. And if you end up caving, be okay with it. Be okay with um, having a moment. And then in the next meal, in the next, very next moment, do better. Okay, I'll talk soon. Oh, my beautiful friend, how are you doing? Was that episode helpful, inspiring, empowering for your journey? I'd love to know what you thought. You can head over to iTunes, the More Than Hope podcast, and subscribe and give me a review because this is going to help me to tailor these episodes to what you need most. Like I said, I'm here to help. In the meantime, you can find me on social media at Nutritional Solutions by Wendy on Instagram and Wendy Humphreys Nutritional Solutions on Facebook. The best place to find me is at my website though, www.whnutritionalsolutions.com. Every month I have a theme where I give away downloadables and other great free stuff. This is happening all the time because that's what I like to do. Also, don't forget to sign up for my newsletter and other great opportunities because if you like my podcast, you're going to love all the crazy offers I have too. Until then, know that you embody everything that is good in this world. Love yourself deeply and the world of possibilities will open up to you. I promise. Big love always, Wendy.